Good morning, stoners. Um, I have to be kind of quiet because it's not even five o'clock in the morning when I'm recording this. But I just felt like I wanted to talk, so I figured what better place to do it than here. Um, so real quick, one thing is I finally got a real microphone. I'm not recording on just my laptop microphone anymore, which is fun and exciting, at least for me. Um, so I hope it sounds better. Uh, currently I am in the process of moving. We, um, my husband and I and my roommate, Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I had a really, really bad mental breakdown the other night, and, you know, when we moved to Michigan, I wanted to move to Michigan because I wanted to branch out on my own. I wanted to finally feel like I am someone without my family being around, because where I'm from... My family, I mean, everyone knows my family, and for very infamous reasons. <laughs> and if you knew my family, you either didn't know who I was because I had never gotten in trouble, or you knew who I was as the good one. And while that sounds like it should be a good thing, it wasn't. At least, you know, not for me, not the way I looked at it, because my siblings friends didn't even know I existed and my mom she never really talked about me to any of her friends and the only people who knew who I, who I was was my dad's friends and if you knew my dad he didn't have many friends doesn't have many friends he's still here <laughs> um so I'm a little sad because I had this vision of moving here away from my family and away from the legacy that was left for me from them. And while being here, I have felt lonely and out of place and like I don't belong. And while I love this state, I love the weather, which sounds crazy because like right now, as I'm staring at my window, it is snowing. <laughs> and everyone that I've talked to that is from here is like, oh my god, you're going to wind up hating the snow. And I don't think people really understand how freaking much I love the snow. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I, I love it on an unhealthy level, but, you know, that's a different conversation for my therapist. <laughs> um, but I'm alone here. I mean, I'm not completely alone, like, my husband is here and my roommate is here, but my best friend isn't here. And most importantly, my brother isn't here. I mean, he's not going to be in North Carolina either. I talked about that in the first episode. Um, but it just doesn't feel right without him anymore. And so for now, what I will be doing is me, my husband, and my roommate are going to go stay with another one of my very best friends in North Carolina. And 
we are going to regroup. Uh, we're going to save up some money, regroup, and in a year or so decide where the hell we want to be. <laughs> um, I'm very fortunate because my husband's family and my family have been incredible throughout this whole process. Uh, my husband's family is actually heading up here this week to um, help us pack and help us move. And we will be heading out this weekend to my hometown, <laughs> which is just honestly fucking terrifying for me for a number of reasons. Um, a lot of, a lot of bad things have happened to me in my home state, and especially in my hometown. A lot of trauma, a lot of bad childhood memories, um, and there's just honestly not a whole lot of good things, me personally, I can say about it. There's just not a lot of hope for me there, which again is a big, big reason why I moved here. Um, I moved here for multiples, like multiple reasons, um, not just one or two. Like there's a lot of factors that made me want to move here. But um, now I'm going back and a big reason why we decided to go back to North Carolina and not stick it out here is because my husband's family, I didn't have a good family <laughs> growing up, um, and I still don't have a great family now. Um, we're, we're working on things, sort of, and we're sort of getting better, especially ever since my brother passed away, and, you know, we're... <sighs> I guess we're just doing the best we can. I mean, none of us are okay, but growing up, I didn't have a loving home and I didn't have a loving family. My dad was my best friend. He was amazing, but my mom wasn't really there throughout most of my childhood. And my siblings were so much older than me. I mean, not like 20 years, but I think my sister is seven years older than me and my brother was five years older than me. So when I was a kid, they were already teenagers and off doing their things. And so I was just kind of left on my own. My dad worked all the time. My mom wasn't around. So it was really just me. And my husband's family seen that. And me and his family, I'm not going to say who in his family, but there's a couple people in his family that really resonated with my story. <laughs> And they kind of, they adopted me in a sense, um, not literally, but they didn't even ask any questions. Like they just immediately said, you're part of the family now before he ever even bought a ring. And even though my memories of North Carolina are horrible, I have some good ones too. And... A big reason why we're going back is because right now I am not okay. Um, I'm lonely, I'm sad, and I debated even recording this because I didn't want, I didn't want to make it out to be, like I want anyone to feel bad for me because that's the last thing I want. Um, I don't like giving pity or getting pity. 
And I know my first episode, my best friend was like, it was really good, but it kind of made me sad. And I was trying to, after that, try to keep the episodes lighthearted and fun and just tell funky stories. But in all honesty, I want to keep it real to whoever listens to this. I want everyone to know that I don't want to put on a false face for anyone that's listening, for any kind of audience that I'll ever have. And so I wanted to be upfront and honest and just say, I'm not okay right now. And I'm going to continue to record and I'm not going to, don't worry, like, it's not going to be like this every episode. (laughs) But right now I am not okay. And my husband was like, he suggested this, at, like the move, and I was hesitant because it was literally just six months ago we moved here. Six months ago we moved here, and then a month after we move is, moved was when my brother died, and ever since then I haven't really been okay. I haven't really been able to cope or grieve, or and it's just, it's just been it's just been bad. And while I do think eventually I will wind up back here. I think that right now just wasn't the time for us to be here. And I'm going to miss it so much because I love the state of Michigan. I love the weather. The people have been great. Um, I know I said this briefly in the last episode. I am a practicing Wiccan. Um, And that's not exactly accepted down south. (laughs) And up here it is. It's up here. I mean, pretty much everyone practices, uh, like, witchcraft or Wicca or, you know, pretty much everyone here is, even if you don't practice, they're open to the idea. Like, no one gives you grief for it. Um, I'm sure there are some people who are like, oh, that's of the devil. But most of the people I've met here have been so open and so, like, welcoming but down south, uh, I kind of have to have to stay in the broom closet. <laughs> um, and the only, actually, the only person in my family that knew I was a Wiccan was my brother, because he he was so awesome about it. Um, and I've just never felt comfortable telling the rest of my family, because like my mother's Catholic, and and I mean no hate to anyone who is Catholic or Christian or from the south. I mean, I'm from the south. But unfortunately, within my circle of people, my family, there aren't very many welcoming people, like, open to learning about other religions. And that's gonna suck, having to hide that again. But I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. I was I'm all over the place. Uh, this wasn't really a planned thing. I I don't think my episodes are ever planned. I think when I get the urge to talk and no one is around me, that's just kind of when I record. <laughs> um But yeah, so I'm I'm very scared to go back. There's a lot of trauma and a lot of bad memories waiting for me, but at the same time, my husband's family is there, my father is there. And he is so excited for us to be back. He is so excited. And 
I mean, he was excited for us to move. He told me before we moved, he was like, look at this like an adventure. Don't be scared. Don't panic. Look at it like an adventure. And if it doesn't work out, then at least you tried. And that's exactly what he told me the other day when I called him in tears. And I said, I'm not happy. This isn't working out. I don't know what to do. And I just feel like a failure because it was my idea to move up here. And that's exactly what he said. He said, you're not a failure because you tried. You, you did what most people in the family couldn't. And you at least left the state. <laughs> and he helped me out with that a lot. And so I'm excited to go back and see him. I'm excited because my best friend is there. She has been asking me every single week when I was going to move back. She was not accepting of the fact that I moved away, especially nine hours away. Um, no, my other best friend, the one that we were going to be staying with, he's excited for us to come back. He actually told me, he's like, I'm going to miss my solitude, but it'll be nice having some help with the rent. <laughs> um, and he's such a sweet guy. He's been... Him and my other best friend, I mean, all my friends, this is, this is something funny. So, all of my friends in my circle, aside from my husband, I've been friends with for over 10 years. I've, I met them all in high school, and we've all just stayed friends. And I don't know why, like, that to me just, I'm proud of that. Because <laughs> I haven't met very many people who can say that? And I think that's something else that's been hard about moving up here is because I haven't had to make a new friend in so long. And so when it comes to meeting people, I don't really know how the fuck to do that anymore. And it, that again is another reason we're moving back is, like I said, to regroup and figure out where the fuck we want to be. I know I'm kind of all over the place. Like I said, none of these are really ever planned. I just start talking. Um, but mostly, I just didn't want... I just want to be real with everyone. I want to be real with my audience. I want to be real with my friends, my family, because I understand that's the only way I'm ever going to get better. Uh, and the cool thing about moving in with our friend, because it's going to be four of us under one roof which is going to be interesting it's actually funny because my friend that i'm moving in with or that all of us are moving in with he um we all lived together before we moved to michigan it was me my husband and then three of our friends <laughs> so there was five of us under one roof and it was a three-bedroom house we converted some areas into bedrooms it was super fun um, and it was actually a house that we owned, me and my husband, and I don't know if anyone's ever, that's listening, has ever watched Grey's Anatomy, but in the early seasons of Grey's Anatomy, Meredith Grey, the main girl, she opens her house to literally everyone, and that's kind of how I was. <laughs> if you needed a place to stay, I got you, boo. Come to my house. Don't worry about it. And so that's kind of what happened there. But when we moved, we sold our house to my friend who we're going to be staying with. And he, my husband called him and told him what was going on. 
And he was like, you do the same for me. You have done the same for me. So yeah, come back, like stay here. And like, I cried. I was crying because I didn't know what we were going to do. And it's just, it's felt so overwhelming because it took me six months to pack and decide what to keep and decide what we should get like new or keep what's old. It took me six months to do that when we moved here. And we're moving in under a week. <laughs> we're moving this weekend. And so I have an entire apartment to pack up in four days. <laughs> I am so stressed and so overwhelmed. And because I'm a control freak, I won't let anyone help me. Um, and it sucks because we already put up our Christmas tree. We put up our Christmas tree the second snow hit the ground. And again, if you've ever been to Michigan or know how up north is, the first snow hit the ground like early November. And as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, it's fucking Christmas season. Like this was before Thanksgiving. I was like, okay, it's fucking Christmas season. Let's fucking go. We got a tree. We got all the ornaments. We put up the tree. And now we have to take everything back down, move the tree. <sighs> and it's just, it's, oh, it's been so over fucking whelming. Not to mention all of my kitchen stuff that I have. I, it's going to have to go into storage, which luckily my dad has agreed to like, let me store stuff at his place. Um, so I don't have to pay for a storage unit. Thank God I've had to do that in the past and it's just, it's so fucking irritating. But all my kitchen stuff I have to put into storage because my friend already has kitchen stuff like a coffee maker, plates, cups, so on and so forth. Um, me and my husband have a king-size bed that we now have to lug all the way back to North Carolina. There's a couch we have to lug all the way back to North Carolina. My husband and my roommate are big PC gamers, and so they each have three monitors, giant fucking computers, big-ass desks that we have to lug all the way back, and it's like, oh my god, we just fucking did this. Um... And also what's really been, like, been really hard was my brother, he's the one that drove the U-Haul for us when we moved up here. And this whole process has been very triggering for me. Because he helped us pack, he helped us move, he helped us get ready. And now I have to do all of this all over again without him. And it's not that I'm in a rush to leave Michigan. It's that I'm in a rush to get all of this over with so I can stop thinking about that. And my mom told me something the other day that made me really happy. Uh, she said, Your brother told me before he died that, and before you moved, that, uh, he wanted to help you move. He wanted to drive the truck there. So that way he knew where you were if you ever decided you wanted to come back so he could come get you. And hearing that broke my heart. <laughs> because there's nothing 
that I would want more right now than my brother to come up here and just take me back home. Um, and I'm just, I'm just kind of dealing with that right now. <laughs> and I'm sorry for my listeners who do think that everything I post is sad. Because that's not my intention. Um... I said in one of the first episodes that this might just wind up being some weird, random, uh, sad video diary. Um, and I said that because I didn't actually expect anyone to listen. But I've gotten two listeners, and I'm not sure how the fuck that happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh... I guess, like I said, I just wanted to be honest with everyone I wanted. My husband told me, because I told him, I was like, I don't know if I want to mention that I'm not in Michigan anymore on my podcast. And he said, you don't have to. He was like, nothing has to change. You just keep shooting like normal and, you know, go from there and then figure it out later. And I was going to do that. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to, again, try to keep it lighthearted, try to keep it fun. But that just didn't feel right to me. I wanted to be honest. I wanted everyone, I wanted to be authentic. I wanted everyone listening to know exactly what was going on. I mean, not the fine details, you know, I'm not going to post my address anywhere, but. <laughs> um, yeah, right now I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed because my living room is flooded with boxes and I haven't even touched my bedroom yet, which is just a terrifying thought because I don't know if anyone's like me, but I do this thing where I eat in my bedroom, I bring drinks into my bedroom, and then what's funny is when we moved here, I told my husband, I was like, no eating and no drinking in the bedroom because I don't want it to be like back in North Carolina because we were pigs. Like, we're, I am really bad about cleaning up after myself, and in North Carolina, it was no different. <laughs> and here, I was like, I want it to be different. I want to keep a clean household. And you know what? That didn't fucking happen. At all. <laughs> um, at least not in my bedroom. Like, I try to keep our living room relatively clean because that's where we spend most of our time. Because that's where my desk is set up and my roommate's desk is set up and my husband's desk is set up. And so, I try to keep the living room relatively clean. But our bedrooms, that, that's a different story. Uh, that's, that's a completely different story. So the fact that I haven't even fucking touched my bedroom yet, it just, it, it's so overwhelming I can, I can barely think about it. Um, I have gotten my Wiccan altar packed up. I've gotten most of our clothes packed up. And I'm trying to think of what else. I think I've gotten most of our kitchen packed up, but the dishwasher was running, so I had to, like, wait for that to pack the rest of everything up. Um, and I'm, honestly, I'm just gonna try not to cry while everything's going on. Um, I'm sure I'm gonna cry on the way there. I told my husband, I was like, I'm going to attempt to sleep the whole way there because I can't... Okay, so I am not good at driving. I'm not a good driver at all. I'm, I'm terrible at it. And I'm really, really not good at driving on the highway. Um, it scares me. People go too fast. I get freaked out. 
so I'm really not good at driving on the highway. And, um, so my husband, he agreed to drive the whole way back, uh, because we're gonna have our car, my husband, or my, my husband's car, my roommate's car, and then his family's coming up here to help us with everything else. Um, but he agreed to drive the whole way back, which he's, uh, bless that man. Um, and I told him, I'm like, I'm going to try to sleep the whole way because otherwise I'm just, I'm going to have a panic attack. Like, I will be panicking the whole time and I won't be okay. He's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, of course, sleep the whole time. Like, um, Yeah. I don't want to make anyone too sad, so I think that's going to be it for this episode. That's what's been going on with me. Um, real quick, I just want to ask. So, I got this strain of weed. <laughs> Changing topics real quick. But I was talking to my husband about this. Because, okay, my husband's not really a smoker. When he did smoke, it was in North Carolina. And in North Carolina, because it's not legal, you... um. Now, this was years ago, so he hasn't smoked in a long time. But he, in North Carolina, because it's legal, like, you don't get to just walk into a dispensary and say, you know, oh, is that this strain? Is that this strain? Like, can I get this strain? Like, you don't get to do that. And uh, I don't know. Like I said, like, I'm excited to see all my friends again. I'm excited to see my dad again. My sister-in-law is about to give birth. Uh, the sister-in-law that was with my brother before he passed, um, she's going to be giving birth soon to their little baby girl, and I'm so excited to be there for that, and my other sister-in-law is about to graduate from high school, um, my husband's sister is going to be graduating from high school soon, and so many good things are happening, and my father, he just retired, he retired right before we moved here, and he's just been kind of chilling every day, loving retirement, just like building his motorcycles and, you know, drinking beer, you know, the normal southern guy thing. <laughs> and I'm excited to be back around those people. But there's a lot of trauma that I was running away from when I moved here that I'm really scared to face again. But I think it's going to be really... Alright, I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't know how it's going to go down. And I'm scared. I'm terrified. But I'd rather be terrified and around people that I know care about me than terrified and be up here and not have a support team. Because while my husband does everything that he can, my roommate... Um, he's also one of those friends that I said I ha I've had since high school. They care about me so much, and they love me, and they do what they can to help me. But what's wrong with me is I, I do this thing where I feel like it's my job to take care of everyone. And so I never talk about what's bothering me. Because I don't want anyone else to worry about me. So I just don't say anything. And that's what's been the hardest is because, like, my best friend, she'll call me and she'll be like, hey, 
are you okay? <laughs> like, just randomly. Like, you okay? You make any bad jokes today? Like, and my husband and my roommate, as much as I know they care about me, they don't think about doing those things. And I don't think it's anything vindictive. I think that, um, I think, honestly, they're just oblivious. <laughs> and if I, like, if I've ever told them, hey, I'm not okay right now, they immediately jump up. They're like, okay, what do we need to do? Like, whenever my brother died, uh, my roommate, our truck wasn't going to make it back to North Carolina. I couldn't find a flight for that day. The bus tickets and the train tickets were so expensive. But, like, I'm like, I, I, I have to get back. I have to get back. This is not okay. I'm nine and a half hours away. My brother just died. Like, I'm panicking. And my husband's online trying to find a rental car. My roommate walks out. And he was like, take my car. Just just take my car. And he drives a little ass Honda. And he's like, take my car. It's good on gas mileage. You're good. Take my car. And like they could visit like they could see I was upset, obviously. And so they did everything they could to make things better. But the problem is I never vocalize when I need help. And so a lot of people don't know when I need help. But there are certain people like my best friend, like my father, who can just, they just know. They get a feeling and they're like, listen, I know you're not okay. Don't fucking lie to me. Let's go get cookout. And if you're not from North Carolina or around that area, like you might not know what cookout is. But cookout is this amazing barbecue place that you can get like a whole ass tray of food for like six bucks. <laughs> And it is my comfort food. It has been since I was a kid and I love it. Which is another reason I'm excited to go back. Because uh, I've craved it so much recently. And my best friend did this, would do this thing whenever I was sad. is She would show up at my house and she would always have a cookout tray. With a caramel cheesecake milkshake. And a huge sweet tea. And it was just... It was just a, such a comforting thing for me. Um, so I had to stop recording for a second. My roommate walked out here and was talking to me. Um, but what I was saying was that in North Carolina, you don't get to pick what strain you get. You, you get weed <laughs> when you buy in North Carolina. But here, you know, you get to pick different strains. I think, and I've heard this happen before, but I didn't believe it actually happened. I think the strain of weed I got from a local dispensary may be giving me anxiety. So I was just wondering if anyone listening, if that's ever happened to them before, if like they're good with normal weed or not normal weed, wow, if they're good like with certain strains, if certain strains give them anxiety, if certain strains give them like body aches, I was just wondering, I hope I'm not the only weird one. Um. But I do think that'll be it for today. Thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate you. Um, I care about you. I hope everyone's doing okay. And remember to take care of your mental health. Eh, health. Wow, I can't speak. Remember to take care of your mental health. I love you all. And I will talk to you later.